Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. One is Mark and John's the other. They're just friends. They are not lovers. It's two old queens. It's two old queens. They're just sassy, not that mean. Two old queens. It's two old queens. Now shut up. Hello. Hello. Welcome to Two Old Queens. I'm John Flynn. I'm Mark Rennie. And Happy New Year, everybody. Happy Happy New Year! January 1st, January 1st, 2020. We made it. We did it. Times Square still stands. (laughs) Oh, and our guest for this inaugural for the new year. I'm so excited. Mark, let the children know who he is. Oh, right. He's a performer (laughs) and teacher at UCB. (laughs) And he didn't mention this, but he's also an author. That's true. And co host of the podcast Screw It. We're just going to talk about comics. That's how it should be said. (laughs) It's Will Hyde. Thank you. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi. Will enjoying the new year. Happy this new year, this Will. is January first, twenty twenty. So excited, we've made it. Yeah, I can't <laughs> yeah. believe it. I rushed right over here after midnight. I, You're covering <laughs> confetti. Yeah, I just I, I was like, so I gotta go. I gotta go. I don't have all long. over your head. Yeah, yeah. I, got, I grabbed every kiss with consent. <laughs> <laughs> I invited nice. kisses, uh-huh. and those mm-hmm. who were willing kissed me. It was real gross, and then I. Uh, Hop to the car and drove over here. Nice. And I believe your 2020 novelty eyeglasses are prescription. These are prescription. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm wearing these all year. Wow. I'm doubling down on these. Yeah. And, and, I, look, ironic, and I look through the twos. But it's yeah. ironic because you're prescription, but the, your vision is anything but 2020. Anything but. Yeah. So oh, it's yeah. a walking joke. That's very funny. For those People who are hip to it. Yeah. Eyewear humor. People like literal irony. <laughs> <laughs> like where the word is different than what it is. Sure. Yeah. 
Because uh, irony itself yeah. is not complicated enough. They have to make it. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm, I mean, I'm going no. down the rabbit hole. <laughs> I mean, Lance Morissette can figure it out. Those yeah. things are unfortunate, not ironic. Yeah, which really wow. held her up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that one so much better. She took another pass at that yeah. song. Another 10 billion people would have bought it if only she had been grammatically correct. Because that's what pop music fans want. They yeah. want. Words of speech being used right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We don't need no education. <laughs> Double negative. Yeah. Step it up, everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have, is New Year's like a favorite holiday of yours? I do like New Year's. I you feel do? Like, yes. Uh, <laughs> I lo- surprises you? What do you think of it? Uh, I don't know. It's boring. I don't know. It's not for me. I feel like I'm always mm-hmm. dreading it, and then it's always fun. And I feel the same way about like Halloween. I'll be dreading it, oh. and then it's always great. Valentine's Day I dread, Thanksgiving I dread, and I'm right to dread those. Okay, interesting that you think Thanksgiving is dreadable. Yeah. I dread Thanksgiving. What's so what bad? But I like Christmas. That's interesting. It's usually flipped. Well, now it's, oh, really? I think most people think Thanksgiving is like, oh, you just got to eat. Like, you don't, there's the not the easy. pressure of, it's, like, it's yeah. the Well, I think it's harder for some reason. Really? Why? What are you doing on Thanksgiving? Are you I killing the, the turkey present. yourself? I kill the turkey myself. I go out and I strangle it. I have to watch it die. It's well, a tradition. I don't think I you family. have to do that. I, I decided that. Oh, okay, well. So yeah. Somebody in my family said it as a joke, and I was like, I'm doing it. Committing to this bit. Cut to me in the woods. (laughs) Hunting. We're not trying to glasses. No cutting? No cutting. (laughs) We don't like that convention? No. You're you're taking a stand? Save it for Earwolf. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) What a dumb way to go against a company that... What a a war that nobody would notice. (laughs) Cut-free zone over here. (laughs) Is that like an Earwolf thing? (laughs) Known for their cuts. (laughs) (laughs) I like a New Year's... I do... I would say I don't like like a big party, but I like a I like an intimate it's a gathering. fun moment like when you're like with just a small group or something. All of a sudden at midnight, you hear sounds across the city. Like you yeah, hear every, mm-hmm. it's one of those few moments in the year where you feel like oh, everyone's doing the same thing. At yeah, the same all participating. Time. Yeah, I, like, yeah. I can't think of another time in the year when that happens. Oscar night. <laughs> you know, best movie gets announced, and the town's yeah, yeah. like, "Oh, <laughs> sure, <laughs> sure." Fireworks going off yeah. in Boyle Heights. <laughs> they were so thrilled when Green Book won. But I, <laughs> but um, I think like each holiday, I think about like what homework you have to do for it, and is that oh. homework fun? So Halloween, actually, Halloween actually is fun homework, like the costumes uh-huh. and all that stuff. Um, and New Year's, the homework is basically like a party. Like you just have to have yeah. a party of some kind to go to. Sure, yeah. I mean, that's what you're supposed to do. Of course, you can do whatever you, you want. You can do whatever like, you want. That's mm-hmm. what the expectation is for the holiday, right? Do you like? Are you maybe until... I'm not a foodie. Maybe that's what my problem uh, is. Do you like July Fourth? Like, maybe you just barbecue? make a Thanksgiving don't like meal. July 4th. Yeah, I'm not so into the meal. Okay. Maybe maybe if it was like a movie night. Do you, you know, not the, like the food at Thanksgiving? Or are you not like turkey and sweet potatoes? It's not the it's not the particular food. It's just that food as a thing doesn't excite me. Like, oh, sitting there for dinner, it's like great. How long is this going to go on for? <laughs> Jeez Louise! <laughs> have to talk to people. Yeah, we got to think about what we're thankful for. I feel like indie movies will often have a scene of the main characters eating, and the and the director will really like sit there and like sit in it for a while, and it'll be slow, and all these like oh, such so filled with pregnant pauses and meaning, and I'd be like, mm-hmm. let's get out of this. <laughs> when are they going to start talking again? Enough with the meals, indie mm-hmm. directors. So you would hate. And Juan t- Carway, I am talking to you. <laughs> wow, He's yeah. a, he leaves us a review every week. <laughs> yeah. So you would hate my dinner with Andre. I actually love my dinner with Andre. Oh, but, boy. But they're, it's all talking. There's almost no eating. Sure. Like, the mm-hmm. meal's over by the time we, we time. The meal is a MacGuffin, that. really. It's really yeah. more like my chit-chat with Andre. Yeah, my post-dinner chit-chat with Andre. <laughs> I love that movie. That movie caught me by complete surprise. Have you seen it? 
years ago, but yes. Do you remember liking it? I do remember liking it. It's good, right? Like yes, I thought it was going to be like an. Did you, have you seen it, John? Not uh, recently, but yes, I've seen it a couple and times. Do you like it? Yes, oh, a couple very times. Much yeah, so, yeah, you must. I, you know, it's like it was a joke, like a punchline, because it's like nothing happens. They sit there and they just talk for right, the whole so conversation. Yeah, yeah. So it's like it was in the eighties. I feel like it was a, a, such a common punchline. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, sure. "What is this? My dinner with Andre?" Or like whatever would be. <laughs> People would just say that to each other. Right? Actually, I can't think of an example when that happened, but. But like, and then I, I only, I didn't watch it until like four years ago. And then I, I finally watched it. And it was like so good. I was like, oh, this movie's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's. I guess my expectations were so low that I was like delightfully surprised. It really stayed with me. But you, so you don't like a movie where there are people are actually eating. Eating. It's like the taking a long time where there's like forks and knives, cutting stuff <laughs> up and dipping it over here. And then how do you like this? And what do you think we should happen with the skin over here? And what do you? It's like give me a break. <laughs> so you would hate Top Chef. Top Chef. I would. I've never seen it. <laughs> what about this uh, Last Supper painting? Don't like it. <laughs> Too much food. <laughs> can we have them just? Can we? Can they be playing golf? Can they be like hanging out? Just can we sure. just hang out fishing? Around a bonfire? They're fishing, right? Let's see them doing what they're good at. Were Let's they see them like? Did Jesus fish? Uh, the apostles were. He was a fisher of, them of are, men. Yes, yes. I mean, the, the it, fish and the loaves. Yeah. If you can walk on water, it's pretty easy. How so? To fish, you're just right there. You don't. Have oh, to... if you can walk on water, yeah, 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 he, yeah. Should, he should have been a fisherman. Yeah, what's he doing with his life? Yeah, God. so and so should carpenter part the Red Sea, pick up all the Silly. fish that are on the ground. There's Is a lot carpenter really fishing. the best use of his skills? No, I don't Probably think not. so. Diplomacy is clearly where he. <laughs> he should have owned like owned like a farm to table restaurant or something. <laughs> oh yeah, never run out of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or a clinic, like a you or know some a sort of winery. Yeah. yeah. There's lots of uses besides. If only we could mm. cut to a scene. Of, <laughs> if, if, if this was on another, established, if this possible. was on a Nearwolf network, we could cut to that. But, uh, but we're not allowed to do it. So that is not that the is, world we live in. Is not available to Sadly, us. Sadly, it is not. John, did we hear your New Year's thoughts? Uh, I enjoy New Year's. I think. Are you, I was curious. Are you guys like big into the like? Oh, it's the New Year. Make a resolution or no. like relooking at life or I anything like I that. I don't ever really do it. I don't ever really do it. What I've started to do over the past couple of years was at the New Year, like go through everything in my like apartment or house and just be like, okay, let me go through everything in this room to see what do I really need? What, what can I get rid of? And I usually end up donating and getting rid of a lot of stuff at the beginning of the year. And it always feels good. You always like feel lighter. Yeah. Like a possessions purge. Yeah. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. So that, that's something that you start have doing, made yeah. out of a trumpet has survived every that has year. Survived, yes, every year. <laughs> so we walk around this apartment. Everything here is like several passes, several drafts. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those chimes on the lamp. Yep, those are there. They've been there for a while. We moved them because Mark kept leaning into them when we record. So there are all these dings in the podcast. <laughs> it happened once. <laughs> yeah, that's what you're known for. <clears throat> My dings. <Yeah. laughs> Always literally wearing bells. Here with bells on, Mark Rennie. You if he doesn't have bells on, he'll get them on. He'll lean into them. He'll find any bells in the house and just put them on somehow what do you think of this line of joke it's fine <laughs> okay <laughs> it's the funniest thing i've ever heard <laughs> cut to the writer's room for two old queens <laughs> we need more bell stuff Rennie, you gotta hit the bells they <laughs> love my bell more bells. yeah well should we get into let's do it our movie let's get into our day? movie the yes movie we are just it's our final oh we are in holiday's jubilee 2019 okay this We're is our final yeah, yes. one a new year's eve movie okay we are talking When Harry Met Sally. When Harry That's Met right. Sally, yes. And that is a 1989 American romantic comedy film mm-hmm. directed by Rob Reiner and written by Noor Ephron, who was nominated for an Oscar for the screenplay of this movie. Deserves it. It stars Billy Crystal, Meg Ryan, Carrie Fisher, and Bruno Kirby. And the story follows the title characters from the time they meet just before sharing a cross-country drive through 12 years of chance encounters in New York City. 
So, Will, we yeah. asked you to bring in any movie you wanted. That's Why, right. when, Harry, well, any New Year's Eve movie? There was a, yes. <laughs> yeah, it was very a narrow. Pretty, pretty big pretty restriction. Narrow, yeah. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the New Year's Eve restriction, that, that, that's, that really limits the field somewhat. Sure, sure. Yes, it was uh, this or 200 cigarettes. Yeah, which uh, I, I don't mind. I so why when Harry Met Sally? Do you have a history with this I love film? it. I love the movie. You've I think seen it's, it. I, yes, I've, I've seen it, yes. Great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't just pick it based on the title. I, sure. Uh, I, uh, I've seen the movie. I saw it in the theaters. I've seen it maybe five or six times since wow. then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really love it. It's like the sweet spot of... It's got the right amount of quips, but it's not too quippy. It's got the right amount of sweetness, but it's not too sweet. Like Sleepless in Seattle, too sweet for me. Oh, okay. boy. But Harry Met Sally's, uh, I, I, I had a little, just a little bitterness. Yeah, a little of that there. sourness, yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's still basically a sentimental movie. It's like it's like an Annie Hall for normal people. <laughs> right, right um, definitely. And, uh, yeah, and... And I love Billy Crystal, and I love Meg Ryan. So, I, and I think they're both great in this. Sure, well cast, and they they mm-hmm. do such a great job. I mean, it is considered by a lot like a very like the quintessential romantic comedy. Yeah, and it's it's uh, so quotable. It's a quotable mm-hmm. movie. I feel like it's one of those. Uh, it's a rewatchable movie. I think mm-hmm. you can kind of come in halfway through and want to like mm-hmm. ride it out to the end. It, it is it is sort of weirdly relatable uh, in a way that a comedy is. And then when you think about it, like, actually, these people have nothing to do with me. Why am I relating to these (laughs) wealthy New Yorkers who have a pretty, like, you know, high, you know, pretty, like, uh, wealthy living and high cultured and... Yeah. But somehow they... I guess you aspire to chat as wittily as they do. Well, sure. Who wouldn't want to chat like Nora Ephron and Carrie Fisher? Yeah. (laughs) So, um, yeah, I guess the dialogue and... Mm-hmm. And the um, and that's it. That's the that's the only reason. So, what do you think of the central sort of like premise of the movie of like men and women cannot be friends? It's one of those great premises that is not true, but everybody likes to believe it's true and argue about it. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like differences between men and women that gets made fun of as a hack comedy uh-huh, topic, sure. right? But unfortunately, it also works every time. Like <laughs> regular audiences are not mm-hmm. tired of the differences between men and women. They love it. Mm-hmm. They remain obsessed with it. And us comedians can be fussy about it and turn up our noses. <laughs> but then when somebody deigns to trot out a differences between men and women movie, the normal, the normal audiences are like, this is great. Let's talk about it. We like to identify ourselves in these groups and get mad about it. <laughs> yeah. So it's, I don't know. It's fun. I also maybe hadn't seen it hit as hard when it came out. How do you mean? I feel like it's a kind of romantic comedy. Like since then, there's sort of. Oh, well, it's like still talked about. Like it's been like, it's like 30 more years. More cliche because of it than it was when it came out, sort of. Like well, it's, they, it, it, it became sort of the given cliche. credit for like com- coining some terms of like a, like a like a transition person and also like a high maintenance like those like those ideas sort of were well, and also just the style movie. of this like romantic comedy with all like you know old you know crooners and like yeah. it sounds like uh, you know the Bellagio mm-hmm. Fountain show yeah <laughs> you know what I mean like it's yeah. like the great it, American kind of, songbook yeah it's like that like it kind of that every romantic comedy after this did that mm-hmm. definitely um, I had never seen it before and oh, okay. Sleepless in Seattle is one of my favorite movies oh, of all time okay really? alrighty yeah. you've so never seen this so I'm really I've never curious, seen this I'm really curious what you think about it I really liked it I think oh, it's yeah. great um, I don't li- I like Sleepless in Seattle more because I like that structure a lot how it's just sure. really long scenes and then the two people don't meet to the very end I yes. think that's Yes. Great. Sure. Uh, but I loved it. I think it's great. Uh, Meg Ryan's great. Uh, everyone's mm-hmm. great. Everyone's yeah. great. What I'm, you glad, I'm, glad you, I'm glad you liked it. Um, I did like it a lot. I mean, Laura Efron's a genius, and Rob Reiner has directed like four or five great movies. I mean, when yeah. he was on such an insane tear from yeah. like – 
Stand by 84th. me. 84th. Yeah, mm-hmm. Stand by Me, Spinal Tap, Princess Bride, Misery, Harry Met mm-hmm. Sally, Princess. I mean, that's what a what a run. Yeah. To then not be able to do a good movie ever again. It's crazy. <laughs> well, he's and too busy list? doing uh, fundraisers for Joe Biden. I think. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, like, well, you can't have a better run than than he did for a while. And I also okay. feel like I feel like Nora Ephron. I think she is a genius. I think she's like just a comedic genius. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She had this amazing career even before she became a screenwriter and. I've read uh, I read Heartburn and I like the movie Heartburn. Mm. And uh, did you ever hear of not uh, the New York Times and not the mm-hmm. Wall Street Journal? No. She was part of this like little gang of comedians in like early '80s, like smart, hip New York. Before any of them made it, maybe it was late '70s. I think it was early '80s. And they did like a New York Times parody called Not the New York Times. That was like that was like a among comedians like legendary. Yeah. I wish I could tell you anybody else who did it, but it was like Nora <laughs> Ephron and other people and they all went on to like work it was like their first thing. Gotcha. And then they all went on to like it's like Godspell well, in like Canada had all those yeah. like it's like one of those things where a lot of people <laughs> just happened to go through it at yeah, that one yeah. moment in time. Yeah, and like um it's like a precursor to the onion kind of. Yes, but long before that. It was yeah. like a, it was like a one-shot thing, but I remember like in as a young comedy nerd mm. reading like National Lampoon back issues in like 1984 or something. Somebody saying, "Oh, you should read not the New York Times." And I re- and I was like, "Read it." And so I How would you get was it? Like, was it like published as a book or no, I was like you'd get it like in a record store or something. Okay. Or a uh-huh. used bookstore. I don't remember how we got things before the internet. <laughs> comedy nerds would just pass shit around. You right. Know, mm-hmm. like, but like so I she's got this. I think of her and John Hughes as people who are always continually underrated but beloved. Oh, interesting. Like Nora Ephron is a hit maker. Like how many right, hits right. does she have? I mean, she, people love Nora Ephron movies, but I think people are always willing to like dismiss her as like light. Well, because and that's substantial. what they do to like romance in general. Yeah, I, there's yeah. this amazing documentary about romance writers. I think it's called like Love Between the Covers or something. But it's like <laughs> it makes a great point about like romance is like. Um, looked down upon like it's denigrated because it's like a woman genre or like because it's formulaic whereas mystery novels are extra- just as yeah, formulaic yeah you do like a crime novel right, there's no right. stigma to right. that girl with a dragon tattoo is like yeah. almost high literature but, but yeah, yeah guess what they're gonna figure out who killed the guy at the yeah, end yeah, yeah. it's gonna happen and just like at a romance guess what they're gonna end together yeah you know mm-hmm. it, they're gonna end up together but, but that's I, look, not look but so, romance is kind of looked down upon I think because it is like a woman's genre maybe that's interesting mm-hmm. I, I and it's weird to say she's dismissed because she's not in terms of like box office appeal and popularity and just right. being famous. Like she's mm-hmm. one of the few screenwriters that everybody knows the, her yeah, name. Like, you know, know when she writes it, yeah. a movie. But I think she's like a genius. Like Absolutely. I, like mm-hmm. Harry Met Sally. Even though it, you know, I think my emotional imprint of it is this like lighthearted romantic comedy. A lot of the conversations are legit interesting. Well, in the core like. Uh, conflict is like just super relatable. It's super relatable, and she's not, and and like it's an interesting portrait of it. Like Billy Crystal go, they both go through an interesting change over the movie. Like he is this like mansplainer, jerk, yeah, stubborn guy. And when he then the next time they meet, he's getting married. He's already softened, and then he's broken. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then he and then and she also is like this sort of. Maybe unconfident idealist, and then kind of a controlling, high right. maintenance person, and then softens. Like, right? They're interesting at every step. Well, also, the, the, her in other words, they're, they're not like yeah. cliches to me. Like Nora, like Nora had like thoughts about them. 
and something to say. Every I also scene. think it's so hard to have characters who are just like they're funny in ways that people are naturally funny. Yes, like they are just, funny in the way your funny friends are funny. Yeah, right. It's not like oh, there's this crazy set piece where like she right. drops all the trays in the restaurant or something over like that. I, here's a here's a weird non hot take. It is okay. not mm. hot, but I don't think anybody said it. <laughs> but I feel like the television show Friends is weirdly like born out of the DNA of when Harry met Sally. Could be. Like yeah. friends that with each other, right. lots of witty quips, but it feels normal. Sure, uh, mm-hmm. a sort of rarefied New York life that is presented as every day. Right. Um, no lots real of white people. people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> John, what did you think of? What's your history of with when Harry Men's? Uh, I saw it when it first came out, and I haven't really seen it since then. I remember feeling then when it first came out, like very like. Eh. That that premise, uh, well, just like that that premise of like, oh, men and women can't be friends, thinking like that was sort of patently absurd and yeah. sort of like being a little well, bit like that's degree dumb. away from like Mike Pence, like can't be alone with a woman who's not his <laughs> wife. It's the same, sure, sure. Right. same thinking. And like, I understand it to, I definitely get it like to a certain degree. And I think, I think that's the thing. It's like, there's something close to the truth about it or like, it's true. A, maybe not all the time, definitely not all the time, but like, I, I think probably a good percentage of the time. I understand that. Um, but watching it again, I was, yeah, struck by how like, it uh it yeah all the things we've said like it it is very funny it holds up it is also that funny thing of like there's so many especially women I know who feel like oh that movie like almost ruined them or you know what I mean oh, like that yeah. was like oh this is what I want my romantic life to be I want there to have this sort of yeah. thing of like some guy who I, we and become friends with over years. years and then suddenly it's yeah. like okay let's do it yeah it uh it it um. It's weird to mention the friend zone uh, in, uh, in modern times, but it's like sort of like romanticizes the friend zone or whatever, mm-hmm. like that you can come back from it and date again. Or well, don't you think it's it. less that men and women can't be friends, but it's more seems more men, men can't, can't do be it. friends with women. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and not have like any sexual component to them. That's right. They're only interested if that's on the table. Yeah, or somehow right. in play to some degree. Yeah, right. Um, it's also interesting that Billy Crystal was such a star. I mean, I guess he still is, but like, I remember going to see it in the theaters and still feeling like Billy Crystal was new. Yeah, like he had been mm. on SNL like four years before that, and a huge. I, I right. feel like Billy Crystal is another person who goes is like hugely popular, lots mm-hmm. of popular appeal, but comedians are always kind of like, eh, Billy Crystal is a hack. Or he's like he's kind of shallow or something. Or sure, he, he's kind of in the Robin Williams. Ca- Robin Williams is a genius too, but uh-huh. like where it's like. Mainstream, not edgy or something like that. Yeah, well, I think once you hit a certain but, degree, then like yeah, a certain level of fame. But I think Harry Metzali is what did it. Like it was like, oh, this guy can do this. He's like a lead. He's like a lead romantic guy next to then Meg he did Ryan. City Slickers. Yeah, that's true. Well, one two punch. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, should we get into the scoring? Yeah, let's do it. As you may or may not know. I do know. I've listened to the show. Well, I have to say this anyway. No, I appreciate it. In case someone else is listening to the first Yeah, maybe they're just listening. They're used to hearing you talk about Modoc. are like. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Modoc. What a a deep cut. Already. (laughs) (laughs) What a nerd. (laughs) I have a Modoc button on my uh, denim jacket over there. You do? Yeah. What a great poll. Everybody look up Modoc. I mean, comic book people all know Modoc, but. Anyway, so we're looking for the gayest movie ever. We have a yeah. very elaborate and Byzantine scoring system with now up to over 20-something categories. Yeah. <laughs> and at the end of these, you will then add a category, which will become, become canon. canon. And okay, we will yes. use from then on to oh, use I... as a prism through which <laughs> okay. to see how gay these movies are. Okay. Let me recap our top five. Okay. I think with this one, even though I think this is a great movie, I do not think it's going to do well. I do think you should also do the bottom five for this one. Okay, fair enough. (laughs) Well, maybe just bottom five then. Okay. 
All right, we'll just do bottom five. Let's just do bottom five. All right. Uh, last place, Goodwill Hunting with a 16.10%. That's pretty fair. <laughs> uh, bottom up from that. What about Bob? 16.44. <laughs> Third from the bottom, Sabrina, the 1995 That's version a with a 19.07. Which, which, oh, the new one? The 95 yeah, yeah. one. Very new. The new one in 95. 24 years ago. <laughs> um, um, I feel like that should have done a little higher. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, we can't relitigate the past. <laughs> <laughs> it's very testy when that idea comes up. Right. Well, <laughs> when does it end? That's <laughs> and then, Cancel the show. Uh, <laughs> second from the bottom, the third man, 24.33. <laughs> and then uh, fifth from the bottom, sure, I, sure, sure. Uh, the secret of Nim with 33.23. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see how you do with we'll these guys. I think I can beat those five. Okay. Okay. We'll 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 Carrie Fisher we'll in see. this movie. I feel like that's true. That's sure, true. Sure. Sure. Um, great. All right. So the first category is homoeroticism. <laughs> homoerotic <laughs> is when Harry met Sally. And what's a, the scale? One, on to, zero one to, to one zero to a hundred. We'll uh, we each get our we each get our own. Okay. All right. So let's talk about like what is potentially homoerotic in this. To me, I mean, uh, I think Billy Crystal is one of those people. Like he's not unattractive, but he's not like sexy. Attractive. I wouldn't say he's like unattractive. Like he's not yeah. someone who like I don't want to keep looking at you. You know yeah. what I mean? But it's more charisma than like. So you're not yes, repulsed by Billy. Crooks. Exactly. You're not like, repulsed. Like I don't mind like looking at him. Yeah. But so I'm it's not like yes. True neutral. Yeah, I could you could say that. You might as well be looking at like a hairless, mm-hmm. sexless, genderless. <laughs> I don't mannequin. think that's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> but okay. But um, we did get. But Bruno Kirby does some stuff. And Bruno he was, Kirby's great. He's great, and he was wearing denim soon. shorts in a couple scenes that I was like, "All right, okay. I could, I could see this." <sighs> yeah. Look, I'm just putting like what is potential. What, what could potentially potential? be out yes. there? Like, what is? Erotic, what are the things yeah. we could we could pull there's from here? Not a lot. Either. You're not correct. Lot, there is I not a lot. But I'm just lot. trying to make yes. a case for what is. I, there. I appreciate that. <laughs> You mean like research? Exactly. Yes. <laughs> you watch the movie and look out. <laughs> uh huh. What do you think? Yeah, well, this is a pretty. This is a pretty heteronormative movie. I'm gonna. I don't think there's hardly anything there. I agree. They just. They, and it's weird because it takes place in New York, and I don't know. They 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 could have yeah. they could have done it, but it did, mm-hmm. and I don't know. But it was also still like '89 was like it was still that time in movies where if someone was gay, that was the story. That's true. You know, it, so it was, like it was weird how it was like I feel like seventies movies were le- were more likely to be progressive, and then the eighties, everything got really like just maybe it was AIDS, because or maybe AIDS, it was yeah. Reagan, and just like just like people it. wouldn't go near that, and then it wasn't until. I mean, I give Ellen credit. I think yeah. like the mid '90s things started mm-hmm. to started to change again. Yeah, but this is right in the middle of it. Just sort of like, yeah, you're right. It's like mm-hmm. if they're gay, they're super gay. It's like, but it also like it's a movie about gay. this gay person. It's yeah, not or it's like, like oh, this like very yeah, Meg Ryan's friend is gay, and that's just that that's you know it. kind that's, of thing. Yeah. Uh, okay, I've got my number. All right, go for you go it. First. Five. Five. <laughs> Out of 100, right? Out of yep. 100, yep. I'm just, because this Carrie Fisher's around and it's in New York, I feel like off screen you could imagine <laughs> some really like. The cool... mere presence of Carrie Fisher makes it homoerotic? Yes, I think so. Just like, because you could imagine like some guys. You could Do you imagine... know what homoerotic means? <laughs> it means uh, quips and uh, good no. personal essays. Home- and... That's erotic? Right. Uh, yeah. No, I'm, I'm only kidding. He's oh, really into Oscar Wilde. Jack off to the um, New Yorker. Yeah, <laughs> I check off to uh, to j- justified Pika type. Oh. Ah, interesting. Yeah, just um, by my type. <laughs> uh, for Bruno Kirby, <laughs> I'm going to give it 15. 15? 15. You are very generous. I, yes, I am. Uh, I'm going to give it a three. Yeah, okay, I'm with you. Well, I typed it two. Low. 
Ugh, I'm gonna leave it at two. Okay. Wow. <laughs> wow, that's how Type lazy of you God, are. God spoke through you. God spoke through me. <laughs> this is not the least homoerotic movie we've ever done. Yeah. Um, but it's like the fourth least. <laughs> yeah. Seven point three three is the average. Okay. All right. Next category on a scale of zero to hundred. Actual gay characters. Are there any? I don't think well, there are any. There is a scene, there's like a brief moment where I believe Meg Ryan's in a tap class. So there's got to be some gay people in that. Jesus. <laughs> Were there men in it? Yeah. It was a, it, most tap classes are co-ed. Dueling gay straight people tap, though. Sure, but at least it was a packed class. There was a lot of guys in there. There's some a pretty big New Year's Eve party at the yeah, end. That's true. It's the New York city, city of New York. Christopher Street's <laughs> over there, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. There's, they're really not... Mm-hmm. This is the it's again, literal it's background. Gay characters yeah, yeah. are really invisible at this time. I got time. it. I got it. Yeah. All right. I got a number. All, All right. Let's hear it. Zero. Zero. There's nobody. There's nobody gay in this movie. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to give it a nine just because, nine? again, that tap class. There's nine percent. Nine percent. What would it take to give it a zero? Um, I guess two people and it's just a man a raping a woman. Yeah. The whole <laughs> <laughs> have to be aggressive, too. Like, it have yeah. to be no tenderness. So you're saying this has more. You gave Submarine a three. Yeah. So this Submarine is three times in New York. We can't litigate people. the past. We can't litigate <laughs> the past. I'm just asking. Uh-huh. I'm just asking. Mm-hmm. I just want a glimpse into your thought process. <laughs> sure, yeah. sure. I think there are more people around who were gay in When Harry Met Sally than in Submarine. All right. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Oh, and also more. All right. I'm not going to. I could do this forever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, camp factor. How Wait, what was your number for that? Zero. Zero. Okay. So, okay. Got a camp three. factor. How campy is when okay. Harry met I Sally? I mean, the short answer is not a lot. Yeah. yeah. But there is something about just like tons of witticisms and quips that sort of puts it camp. There's something campy about a three-way split screen. Yeah. That was I fun. Would say. Oh, yeah. There you go. That's mm-hmm. very like Doris Day, Rock Hudson. Very you know, pillow, pillow talk. talk. Yeah. Thank mm-hmm. you. Right. We're right. talking pillow talk. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty campy. Uh, I mean, rel- campy. relative to a, sure. a barren landscape here. I uh, mean, I wouldn't trust Rob Reiner to bring the camp. <laughs> no. So, yeah. Not his fortune. Um, is there anything else? Um, I mean, I guess is Harry. If, if only like Harry Connick Jr. like shot somebody, this would make it campier. <laughs> you know what I mean? If he was like went on a rampage or something. In the movie? That like, would make it oh, campier? Life. Like, oh, you know the guy who did this music? He ended up like shooting up a beat bunch of people at the Hard Rock Cafe. I don't see how that makes it campy. Hey, that what campy? adds like a macabre element? It adds a okay. weird like That's fun, a different like, category, trivia. but all right. No, it'd be right. weird trivia. Okay. So camp to you equals weird trivia? You know how they say there's a dead person in the back of uh, Three Minutes of Oz? Baby? Oh, Three Minutes of Baby, right. Like that kind of ums the camp, I think, having like weird ghoulish having trivia. Having this weird sort of... Okay. But that didn't happen. But it didn't happen. It didn't so. happen, yeah. So I do think there's smidgens of sort of camp ingredients that just did not combine to make actual camp. Okay. Like I think there's no camp, but there's sort of like some of the... Some of the ingredients that you need to make it, like could it, sure. but they just didn't really come together. Well, her having a roller, Carrie Fisher's character has a roller Rolodex, Rolodex of that men. was fun. Yeah, and then I love when the one of them's married, so she just folds the corner, doesn't destroy <laughs> it. Yeah, <laughs> they'll be back. I can They'll unfold this corner yeah. when it happens. <laughs> oh, it's such a funny line. Yeah, God, I love it. Um, so what are you going to give it, Will? For I'm camp, give it a, I'm going to give it an eight. Okay. Oh, wow. All right. Is that too high or too no. low? <laughs> That's I mean, there's, score. It, there's no right answer. I think it's not campy. <laughs> but well, I'm just trying to be right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, mine are the correct answers. But. Yeah, your, yours are the true canon. Thank mm. you. Uh, <laughs> that's on the back of the box. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, it was real great having you as a guest, Will. 
uh, Camp Factor. Yeah, it's pretty low. I'm gonna give it a. I'll give it an eight as well. Yeah. Eight. Um, you know, I'm gonna give it a twelve. Okay. Okay. There we go. Look I at mean, that for like the Carrie Fisher element. All right. Okay. Next category: makeover montage on a scale of zero to hundred. John usually has something to pull out of his ass for this. <laughs> I usually try to, but I don't think there really was. I, I mean, there, there was, is. There, I mean, unless you want, to, unless you want to say their relationship was made over, there were a few montagey things that happened. Do you there were think a few montages. I want to say that? I know you don't, but I feel montages? like well, we need to at least debate yeah, I don't it. Think there are montages. There, there montage? was something where like they were sort of dating. I remember like one part where she was like putting letters in one at a time in the mailbox, and then they were doing. It was yes, sort of like a dating right. montage. Yeah, but like a, a, friendship, a, friend, a friend, friend, dating. yeah, yeah friend like, dating oh, yeah. montage. There definitely was that. Sure, um, and they had different clothes throughout it. And uh, so okay, and, yeah. Uh, Billy yeah. Crystal's hair no got a little different. Than just changing. Well, I'm clothes. just, I'm just uh, talking about things. I know. I mean, like, all romantic comedies, in a way, are a makeover montage. Like that's true. Slow yeah, down. <laughs> every movie, then there's a beginning and the end, and something changes in the middle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah. that's pretty much every movie. Collection okay, yeah. of clips. So, so then I guess it's a hundred. Because <laughs> <laughs> we've no choice but to give this movie hundred. I'm gonna give it. Um, it. I'm gonna give it a zero. There's no makeover zero. montage in this mm-hmm. movie. John. Uh, I'll give it a three. Three. (laughs) I got to give it a zero. Okay. Third movie in a row I've given a zero to in this category. Okay. How disappointing. He's a real, he's He's got integrity. I've got integrity. Mm -hmm. All right. Next category. Over the top wardrobe on a scale of zero to a hundred. There's got to be something. This was tough. I was watching because it is like that. Period of fashion where it was all very muted and it was very wow. like unflashy. Earth tones, Earth tones. Yeah, yes. I to me though, what was sort of very like was like, oh, that's a lot was shoulder pads. There was a t- every sure. woman had yeah. shoulder pads. Yeah, of a significant it's, thickness. It's but st- it, it still looks eighties. But yeah, to me, like for the time though, that wasn't over the top. It didn't seem like a big choice was made. But it ends up looking that way. But it does feel a little like more than the wardrobe needs. Yeah, I'm gonna, it's not like Joan Crawford and Berserk where you're like, whoa, those true. are big choices. Yes, yes, you know, I this agree. Is not, this that is, is all, a chunky necklace she is right. wearing. Yeah, this is we all, don't have any of that, This really. is all literally like off the rack. Yeah, I agree. There's not a lot. But there's just an me. inherent bigness to the era, right, yeah. that the movie reflects. Well. But I would mm-hmm. think you would need to go even bigger then if it's going to be over the top because that's just the top. I'm not going to count that as a baseline. I'm going to say that it it gets credit for because mm-hmm. like you could, they could have gone, they could have gone down. They could have like tried to make it flannel. a timeless style or something. Yeah, they sure. could have. Everyone could have a flannel, flannel burka mm-hmm. without explanation. Just everyone's got a flannel burka. <laughs> they don't talk about. We that. didn't make any choice. <laughs> yeah, sweatpants and just like boxes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, I'm gonna give oh, so it. Now you're talking old navy. I'm gonna mm-hmm. give it a fifteen. Fifteen. And that is just. And you're right that mm-hmm. it's not any bigger than the era requires. Yeah. But they. Right. They they allowed that through. So yeah. I'm gonna say. I'm that. gonna give it a twelve. Twelve. Okay. I'll give it a nine. Okay. okay. That's generous of you, Mike. I can tell you didn't want to do it. I can it tell hurts you didn't want to do it. Yeah. I'm fine. <laughs> All right. Next category. Does it hold up? On a scale of zero to a hundred. Okay. Um. So do we think it holds up thematically? I think so. Yeah, I mean, I think men are still creeps and don't sure. treat treat women as things to conquer as opposed to get to know. And lots of the little <laughs> observations definitely mm-hmm. hold up, like the friend who's sleeping with the married person. It won't, or just the oh, yeah, in yeah. a bad never relationship. Leave her. Right, he's never gonna leave her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. I know you're right. Like she never, she yeah. never learns. That that holds mm-hmm. up. Well, also something about that worked for her. 
the fact that it never was going to go beyond Also how that. they try to set up Meg with Bruno Kirby, but then he instantly is drawn to right. uh, Carrie. Fisher. Yeah. Lo- that scene I love. That's great. There's also something poignant about the fact that we both we lost both of them, Bruno Kirby and Carrie Fisher, way too soon. Yes, that's And then that's the couple that ends up together. Mm. Uh, and they are both just like such tremendously talented performers. You just and, love them. And that yeah. movie really set them up so well. Like. A lesser actor could have done the dialogue Bruno Kirby has in that role, or Carrie Fisher. Right. But they're, like, so good at it. Yeah, they're, like, a, a perfect, um, like, secondary couple. Can I go one more, one more Nora Ephron compliment? Yes, you may. When Bruno and Carrie get together at that dinner, isn't it like <laughs> she accidentally quotes one of his articles? Yep, yes. Mm-hmm. She's like, restaurants are the television for our generation or something like the theater, that? theater, I think it was. Okay, yeah, restaurants are theater. And uh, he goes, I wrote, she goes, uh, I, I read, somebody wrote uh, Restaurants of the Modern Theater. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. Goes, I wrote that. But I remember, whatever the quote was, I remember being like, that's interesting. Like, even the yeah, fake yeah. quote, I was like, I want right. to read that sound like fake article. That article. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, whatever absolutely. he wrote, this fake person, mm-hmm. and I just feel like Nora fills stuff like that. Like Did it's you guys are both former New Yorkers. Did you go to a lot of white tablecloth restaurants? Uh, not mm-hmm. a lot, but no, occasionally. No, but I, I, I sort of like... Uh, had a romantic ideal of it because mm. of movies in New York, like the fancy, mm-hmm. like a Smith and Walensky's, right? Or a, like, um, I can't only think of steak restaurants now, Peter Luger's, <laughs> but like you go, you know, you just sit there and it's like you feel like you're a for real New York. Peter Luger, like the yeah. gun, yeah, that's a steak place. It's in a Brooklyn. steak place. Wow, mm-hmm. I've only been, I've been to a couple nice restaurants in New York. So cramped. That's typically, true. typically yes. <laughs> yep. yep, that's New York. They gotta, they gotta make that red. <laughs> They gotta get in all the tables they can. Give me a ranch style. I think this movie holds up great. Uh, I'm gonna give it 100. 100. Nothing that's cringy. I think um, is anything cringy. Well, there's some like I mean, if if we want to be sort of like the fact that she has a Rolodex when like no one has a paper Rolodex anymore. But we're if we're talking about how it holds up, you could ding it a few for that. The fact that no one uses actual phones. If you're being really true, yeah. I mean, if we're being, you know, some of us have integrity, Mark. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you meet him, I'd love to (laughs) get to know. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking more about things like if it was like you got to ask for your father's permission if you're gonna get married. Right. Right. Like there's nothing that's like you 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 watch it now. You're like, oh, we would rewrite that scene. Because of we don't and also say I think that it, because it was written by a woman and finally the, I feel like the rest of the world finally caught up to her. Yeah, like true. a lesser movie, I think it would have been like point from the point of view of him and like she maybe messed up. John something. Hughes is a good parallel for Nora Ephron. I think another mm-hmm. like super commercially successful. I think deserving of a lot of critical praise. Correct, but doesn't I always agree. get that. But he always has big like problematic things. Oh, always yeah. have a big like ethnic like, joke. There's no, yes. like long duck dong Or a this. big like kind of sex joke or something. Mm-hmm. His like old National Lampoon days kind of come out. Uh, I mean overall his movies have a real heart to them yes, that are exactly. sweet and just and I love them. That but maintains. But there's yeah, always there something like oh why is this happening? That's and true and this movie doesn't really never have that. Yeah. Happen. What are you going to give it John? I'll give it a 98. 98. Right. Rolodex really pissed me off. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What should she have had? Like an Apple Newton or something? <laughs> an Apple Watch? I don't know. Apple Newton. <laughs> um, pretty cutting edge. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I uh, I'll give it a ninety-nine. We'll just split the difference. Okay, okay there. there you go. Giving it a ninety-nine. All right, pretty giving, good. Making oh, it is not number one. It is third in this category. What's for the- does it hold up? It is tied with Mission Impossible. Right, well, number one and number two. Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. Hold on. I got this wrong. Okay, this is number two for Does It Hold Up. Number one, Mission Impossible Fallout. Yeah, it holds up. I mean, it also came out 10 seconds ago. (laughs) I mean, we're not good. I guess it still holds up. All right, next category, Drag Queen Inspiration. (laughs) 
<laughs> was this, uh, uh, I think the only thing you could do is maybe something with I'll have what she's having. As, like, yeah, a sound she's the only drag queen. I yeah. mean, I think if you think of it not just visual representation, you could sort of make an argument for like the one-liners, the quips. Like there's something about that that sort of. I, I, I okay. mean, drag queen. To, like, somebody just do Connick some Jr. Harry Connick Jr. songs? Nobody but they, that feels more that. drag king than drag queen. I could see yeah. that happening. Yeah. But I mean, you could be inspired by like the witticism of like Carrie Fisher or like that. I You're think really there's, there's, there's something. I tried this to drag make act a case. is inspired by the witticism <laughs> of Carrie Fisher. <laughs> I mean, uh-huh. a really creative drag queen could make something out of Carrie Fisher's character and people would know it. Like there'd be recognition to it, I think. Well, generally, I think the idea is like iconic looks. Like, yeah. What are the I think iconic that is generally looks? true. Like if I don't someone Meg Ryan's hair. In, I saw this last night. I couldn't tell you what anybody was wearing. Yeah, there's there's none. It's tough. It all just kind of blurs I'm gonna together. Give it, I'm going to give it a 10. Okay. Again, just because... I'll have what she's had. Like these, some of these big quippy moments feel like, mm-hmm. feel right. like drag humor. You can maybe like punctuate that with the end of a song. Yeah, or yeah. You can certainly you throw edit those into somebody else's persona. Like, like if different... someone does like my neck, my back, my pussy, and the crack, and then does, I'll have, have what, what she's, she's having. having. That's a number. It's dollars. So yeah. it exists as an ingredient <laughs> that other people. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna bump it up because of that. Okay. To twenty. Twenty. 20. Wow. Okay. Because it's there is no drag queen character inspiration, but there's fodder. To be used in other characters. Okay, sure. You're digging for you're panning for gold. Yeah, yeah, I'm panning for gold. Well, I was I was strict on other things. Grant me one. Sure, sure. Bunny grading on a curve. No, yeah. hang on. I'm gonna go down to fifteen. Fifteen. Okay. That's it. That's it. I won't change it again. Fifteen. Okay. All right. That's more. All right. Accurate. This is for going to the Library of Congress. <laughs> <laughs> Another file for the useless room, sir. <laughs> Thank you. It goes with all of Jonathan Franzen's novels. <laughs> Whoa! Why? Really starting 2020 hot, Margaret. Correction. Jonathan, I like uh, the correction. Awful. Jonathan Franzen, where does this come from? He's disappeared up his own mad ass. at Jonathan Franzen? Well, he's, yes. He's is he the off- only author? Let's get into this. Is he the only <laughs> author who's got his head up his own ass? No, but no. he's one of the worst. Uh, you're out of your, come on. Out of your mind. Just do a Twitter search. He's in Sufferable. I'm John. Sure. What are you going to give this on drag queen for drag queen inspiration? I'm going to give it a 12. 12. Oh, that's generous and nice. Marley, um, going to give it a negative 10? You're no, I never do negative. He can't it's do negative. He won't let it. He can't go over 100 either. <laughs> um, I'll give it a 10. Okay. All righty. That seems we good. happy? Okay. Yep. I think that's fair. All right. Next yeah. category caper music on a scale of zero to 100. <laughs> Is there much caper, caper music? <laughs> What's the one that you were the I knew you were the one? It or had to be you. Had to be you. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you could think <laughs> of some much. of those songs are sort of like romantic capers. He runs through the streets at the end. He's sure. running the streets. That's what's kind it, of a what's caper. the music that's playing then? Do we know? Uh, I think it's. Score. I think it's. Uh, uh, it's like don't get around much anymore. Uh, I don't know. That music is such a snooze to me. These old I American songs. Really? Wow, I loved what's it. What's wrong with I you? I feel like I've just heard it so much. Like after this movie, every romantic comedy, and then every mall mm-hmm. is just like American. Song. We got it. <laughs> the Rat Pack. Jesus set a trap. Oh wow. Um, <laughs> It it had been sort of gone from the landscape for a little while, and Harry Connick brought it back. Yeah, this was like his first big thing. Oh, yeah. He won a Grammy for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Five. Five. Yeah, I'll go six. Yeah. Six. I'll go It's a fun category. (laughs) Next category, teamwork on a scale of zero to 100. (laughs) Why is that a category? Hoosiers. From Hoosiers. There's your chosen family. It has to be a teamwork. <laughs> like Pose would cover very well if we did like a yeah exactly. Uh, all right, um, I'll I would think the most teamwork you could say Bruno Kirby and Carrie Fisher are trying to like work to get those two together a little bit. Yes, kind of. There's and then Harry of... and Sally try to get them together. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's teamwork. There's pairs there's all some over teamwork, this. Yeah. Um, but nothing really beyond that. I'm gonna say. I mean, you could 
make a very uh, stretch of an argument of all those couples that they interview throughout the movie that there's some sort of teamworkiness going there. You're you're celebrating their marriages. I mean, I all romantic Again, comedies a stretch, are a celebration yes. of teamwork, you know, uh, the formation of a team. Uh, I'll just say 17. 17. Those are all actors, though, in those old couples. Yeah. They weren't real. Right, but they're presented as if it was right. a documentary. Right. But they were based, like, most of the stuff was based on actual in, real interviews. Cute. Cute. Right. Uh, yeah, those so for teamwork, so great. I will say, yeah, those are really fun. Um, I'm going to say... John's phone is uh, blowing up. 12. Twelve, okay. Twelve, and then I, yeah, boy, I'll give it a fifteen. I'm really threading the needle between you two. Yeah. Okay. Next category. All right. Well, on a scale of zero to a hundred, how likely are you to recommend this to gay people? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a hate crime in some states. But <laughs> <laughs> think just the question, or <laughs> no, to recommend when Harry met Sally. Oh, that'd so. be a hate crime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but better than a Jonathan Franzen novel. That's true. <laughs> um. Not likely. Not very likely. I think, um, but, I think but for not, the Nor Efren and for the Carrie Fisher. Yeah, and if, also if it's, if, you know, if it's a comedian yeah. friend, I might be like, oh, you've never seen Harry Met Sally? Like, it's sort of like, I think it's kind it's of a, comedy it's a, it's like canon. a good like, reference to know. Like, it's definitely yeah. something to see. And I don't think it's unenjoyable. I don't think I would be Absolutely subject. Absolutely not. Like, it, it's not like I'm making them watch Hoosiers, for example. Like, <laughs> or, we watched Hoosiers. We did watch Hoosiers. I, it scored is, very well. It's great. No, it didn't, actually. It didn't, but well, uh, I mean, I've always I enjoyed Hoosiers. It's a movie, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think... If <laughs> this is if somebody was a gay if somebody's like recommend a movie for this gay person mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. all you know about them is that they are homosexual <laughs> Hoosiers would not be like early on my list no no and if they know that I'm picking it based on knowing that um, I would only for, I'm gonna throw I was gonna say zero mm. but like because of like comedians and the quippiness of it I'm gonna I'm gonna say ten ten yeah I'm gonna say twelve yeah twelve. I mean, I, uh, the Nora Ephron-ness of it, I feel like she's like essential viewing. I'll give it a 17. Okay. All right. Next category. How much felt is in this movie <laughs> on a scale of 0 to 100? Did you do The Color of Money? How did this category uh, The Muppet Stigman. Muppet Stigman. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> did very well. How much? <laughs> this category. How much? So, oh, yeah, right, so there was a bunch of like holiday things. Yeah. There's a lot then- of like. Lush, thick fabrics, like and also wasn't and... Um, Carrie Fisher's character. She designed like uh, she did uh, like shop windows. Did she? I think so. I think that was like her job. Wow, what a what a Sex in the City type of job. Yeah, that. it's a very Upper West Side kind like of career. Two people have. have that job. Yeah. So there was definitely because there were a lot of like uh, window like store windows in it. Uh huh. There were. There were yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and there were mannequins in those store windows. Put yeah, a pin in right. that. Um. Yeah, so that, and then I guess the wedding, was there, is there like a lot of felt at weddings usually? I, I mean, there's really. like Christmas trees, there's felt underneath Christmas trees. Yeah, there's usually like ornaments, the Christmas the usually has some felt going on We're there. not swimming in felt here, though. We're not, no, swimming, we're not in swimming in, in, in felt, no. Pretty low felt, but not, I would say a non-zero amount of sure, felt. Sure, I agree. That's fair. I'm going to go 12. 12. Like the apostles. Yeah. <laughs> Never forget how those felt Never apostles. Never forget. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I will go. I'll go. I'll go fifteen. <laughs> fifteen. Never forget where I remember where I was when I heard about the crucifixion. I, I was in school. They made us all go home. Well, that was the first nine eleven. <laughs> um, I'll give this uh, fifteen. Fifteen. Oh, okay. Sixteen. Sure. Why not? Okay. 16. Sure. 
<laughs> your finger slipped. Why not? Yeah. Take it back. <laughs> All right, next category: facial hair. <laughs> okay, yeah. of zero to a hundred. So this we got Bruno, Bruno Kirby. Kirby. Kirby's we got a lot of facial um, hair. Billy uh, Crystal, Billy Crystal a had a beard for a lot of it, and also in the very first one when they're still with the just graduated from college, he had like sideburns that were sure. a little sort of fun. The facial hair really indicates his, where he's hair. at emotionally too. It's hair on your face. Why would that not be facial hair? I just think it has to be like mouth. Mouth hair. Okay. Yeah. All right. Beard doesn't count. A beard does, yes. Okay. But like just like oh, crazy chops to side, me but... is more like that's your hair. I see. Yeah, okay. I see that. Fair. But I, I think the beard is so <laughs> crucial to show, I think, like sort of depression and recovery in this mm-hmm. sure. movie that I think it, there yeah, is facial hair. And it, it tells the it's, story. It's big. Yeah, it's, it was it's, chosen for it's a to story do point. things. Yeah. So I'm going to say 75. 75. Okay. I'm going to say I like the Bruno Kirby mustache I'm a huge fan of. Yes. Um. And I think, yes, uh, Billy Crystal's beard is like thought went into it. Choices were made. It wasn't just That's like, right. oh, he's got a beard today. Mm-hmm. On yeah. set, it's so a very deliberate beard. It's also a way to like convey time passage. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So I, but I, uh, it's not like huge, huge. I will give it 45. 45. Mm, that's probably more fair. I'm, I'm going right. to give it a 60. Okay. Because I do think the beard tells a story. I thought you right, were yeah. Grinchy, but sometimes John's the Grinch. Exactly. Sometimes. Yeah, Marcus Santa. Mm-hmm. All right. Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. Next category: shattered glass on a scale of zero to one hundred. Is there any? I don't. I, I don't didn't think really see like any. None. This is like the opposite. I can't of, remember. Like, He's no out a window. Right. Um, no one boy. like got like no. threw a glass at any is there of their Jewish things? wedding. Is it no. glass broken? Nope. 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 Zero. Tough I'm going to say zero. Tough yeah, zero for shattered glass. What a very specific category. Yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah, if yeah. I would. Someone's really waiting for John Wick three to happen. That, but yes. uh, I will give it. I'm going to give it a one just for the him spitting on it and the, the spitting at the window. That's fair. Because a grape seed is yeah. stuck mm-hmm. on it. Yeah. yeah. Something was shattered and there was glass. Really made me laugh. I love that scene. <laughs> um, this is tied for last place with Goodwill Hunting <laughs> in shattered glass. I guess it's fair. I guess yeah. it's fair. All right, next category. The male gaze, G-A-Y-Z-E. How horny is Rob Reiner's camera for the male form? <laughs> for the yeah. male form. Yeah. Not a ton. Not He couldn't be less interested. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's very, I mean, there's not a ton of female form in this movie, really. Right. True, yeah. I mean, Meg Ryan is beautiful, but, sure. she's, but she's not like, I, she's she not don't have to do much. Necessarily. Yeah, she's yeah. not like, comes out like in a slinky outfit or something. No, mm-hmm. no, no. True. Uh, so, um but Bruno's got shorts. He's got those denim shorts, which um, gives it something. There was one shot also in the very beginning. Comedy. Like we're falling in love with the people. When sure. they're in the car where Billy Crystal goes into the back to get those grapes and you just have a butt shot of him. But don't you think something. that's like played for laughs? Like, isn't it a man's butt? Ha ha. Isn't that ridiculous? I don't think it's even played for that. Like, I think it's barely even registered that that's what I happened. I thought it was meant to be more like he's being played. obnoxious. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't that the joke that he's being obnoxious? That he's just like, yeah, yeah reaching back yeah. to the back. And... Putting his butt in her face. Mm-hmm. He's not very horny for the male form in this. Rob Reiner certainly isn't. He's got no. some explaining to do. <laughs> yeah, you have to apologize. You're canceled yeah. for not being horny for the physical forms of your actors. Show That's us right. a, a Billy you Crystal. You canceled for being sexless. Thank you. <laughs> what Zero. Zero. Uh, I'm going to give it nine for Bruno Kirby. Okay, nine. that's, that's nice. Uh, I'll give it a two. Giving it an average of 3.67. Okay. okay. Next category, angry phone hangups on a oh. scale of zero to 100. Oh, yeah, there's definitely some, right? Like there's uh, – she hang hangs up. up on him. I just can't do this well, anymore. 
And yeah. it's, it's, it's not it, like a slam, but it's like, slam. but it is like, but a, it's not, not, but it's like, this is over. It, yeah, yeah. It's a hang it's, it's, it's a devastating one. Yeah. It's a definitive hang It's one of those, like, <laughs> because it's not angry, it hurts even more. Uh, it's like a measured, like, can't do this anymore. It's like your mom saying like she's cold. just disappointed. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's a devastating hang up. That's true. There's but also the that fun scene of them. Okay. Yeah. Doing the, the, the three different sets. I mean, they're all like, call me tomorrow. Call me tomorrow. Yeah. They're all pretty polite. Yeah. But this is a pretty civil movie pretty civil you thought a civil action was civil stand back stand (laughs) harry's about to meet sally (laughs) i've never been more civil (laughs) so we're gonna give this an angry phone hang-ups um 15 15 uh i will do uh god this movie's scoring very low nine yeah I think it's a great movie, but I don't think it. There's, it's so not gay. Yeah, it's interesting to to know that. <laughs> we could have told you. <laughs> All you had to do was ask. I never did. Cancel never me. did. Cancel I'm me. giving it a seven. Okay. okay. All right. Next category: titular theme song. Oh, zero big. to hundred. There's a song where it says "When it ha- Harry Met and that's Sally." When oh, Harry titular. Met Sally. Titular. Yeah. Oh, not no. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Zero. He finally met zero. Sally. <laughs> yeah, zero. There's right. it's Sally. It's zero. Sally. It's it Sally. has a, it has what is a amount I do to think it. you could give it some song. points for yeah, like you having, can. it does have like an iconic soundtrack album. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So I and I can't fairly give it a zero. You know what I mean? Because there's sure, like yeah, a, I get that. We identify. You associate them. the song it had to be with this movie, or I just see the cover of that CD of like <laughs> which you love mean? and it makes you happy. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. You can't wait to put it on. Can't wait. It feels like Christmas every day. Someone's gonna make you dress up. Is that what makes you worry about this movie? No, just. It's going to put me to sleep. Okay. Uh, I will give it uh, a 10. 10. 15. <laughs> You're changing it from zero. Yes. All right. All right. Well, once you explained it. <laughs> All right. Once you justified it. I'll yeah. give it a seven. And I hope this beats Goodwill okay. Hunting for a lowest movie. We'll see. <laughs> All right. Next category. Entrances with pizzazz. <laughs> <laughs> On a scale of zero to 100. Is there any? It's all kind of people just kind of so. are there. Well, walk. he he runs into the party at the end. That's true. true. He runs into, to mm-hmm. win her back, yeah, yeah. And he's out dramatic. of breath, and he's mm-hmm. like, "That's pretty that's good. Something. That's that's some pizzazz, I would there's say. Some pizzazz going okay. on there." Um, I mean, the first time we see Billy Crystal, he's just making out with that girl. Is that yeah. something? Ugh. No, it's know. not an entrance. No, gotcha. I mean the camera. I mean, pants. she yeah, yeah. drives in, and it's just very nice. And I'm like, that's there's true. her car. She's got that Farrah Fawcett hair though, which is nice. It's a little pizzazzy. Yeah. Drag queen inspiration? Nope. <laughs> nope. Not even close. I think that's maybe it. Yeah, it's 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 gonna be low. What do you say? Well, okay. A big one at one of the main points of the storm. Yeah. Twenty. Okay. Twenty is a big entrance. That's I'm true. It, you know. I'll give it a ten. Okay. Uh I'm gonna give it twenty five. What? Wow. Wow. What? Look at this. He runs into it's a whole thing. Yeah. That's true. Uh, okay. He's making a it's scene. That New Year's Eve, the clock that's is true. ticking. Okay. Man, it's a fun movie. And we it's just had movie. New Year's Eve last night, That's remember? That's true. We're yeah, still we hung over from we're it. flush with oh. the memory of our recent New Year's Eve. Uh, all right, next category. Non-traditional murder weapons. <laughs> <laughs> On scale of 0 to 100. Are there any? Uh, well, There's Carrie no Fisher's murder. mad about the wagon wheel table, and it's implied that if she's pushed too far, she could kill somebody with it. That's true. Sure. That would be unconventional to kill someone with a wagon wheel. Table. But it's also just a joke. That's true. Sure. None, of, none of what I just said 
happens. That's true. <laughs> I mean, if anything, it's like depression is going to kill them. <laughs> is that not the most traditional murder weapon? In no, some it way? is not the most traditional murder I think weapon. A lot of people I don't die think because kill the romance. Yeah, a sex lot of people have died. It's pretty traditional uh-huh, to die because sure. of depression. That's a good point. Yeah, it is more traditional than like a gun or a knife. I think more people die because they're depressed than have been actually mm-hmm. murdered. Okay. All right. But are people murdered by depression? Well, that's what you're saying. Well, I'm just putting things out there. <laughs> he has a joke where he says, call me back. You're not calling me back. You're either mad at me or you either don't want to talk to me, you whatever, whatever, or you desperately want to talk to me and are trapped under something heavy. That's true. There you go. You that's give describing, some that. That's a line of dialogue. <laughs> something heavy. <laughs> yeah. It's giving something the image. Is, we're talking we're being two trapped. or three points here. We're not talking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pretty rough category. Yeah. So, what are you going to give it, Will? Two. Two. I mean, it's a, and it's a, <laughs> a generous two. Yeah, <laughs> a generous two. I'll the, give it. I'll give it four. A point for Harry. A point for Sal. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll give it a two as well. All righty. Give an average of two point six seven. Second from the bottom in new tra- non traditional murder weapon. Higher only than the submarine. The result of a coming of age movie. movie. It's British. <laughs> Okay. Next category, breath acting on a scale of zero to 100. Uh, I think for this one, we got to go high. The whole orgasm scene. That's breath acting. I will, yeah, there oh, you go, yes, John. Of course, it's John, the most iconic it's, scene. It's one of the most iconic scenes. I would scenes say it's the most. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh, there you go. It, the 90, most iconic scene in that 90. movie. 90. I'm going to go higher. I'm going to go 95. Yes. 95. Yes. <laughs> um, back. I'll give it an 80 just because it's the, just that one scene. Okay. Boy, I'm so sorry. But this is... Wow, you are when Harry Met Sally is number one yeah! in breath acting. Yeah! Breath acting, yeah! yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> number two, Scream with an eighty-one point sixty-seven, and oh. that has breath acting in the title. And throughout, true. Mm-hmm. Wow, good job. All right, next category: mannequins on a scale of zero to one hundred. <laughs> there are some mannequins in store windows. I definitely okay. looked them and I noted them and I said, "Okay, there are mannequins in okay. this movie. Real mannequins this time. Real actual mannequins you would put in a store window." Because you've said like, "Oh, there's a chair with a coat on it. It's a mannequin." I have never said that. <laughs> <laughs> I have said there have been fake dolls. You said snowmen. I said were snowmen mannequins. were like mannequins. Sure, why not? They're modeling clothes. What do you like to play board games with Mark? Are you all about those rules? You're like free parking. There's not no money on no, that. No, nothing goes. No, here. you put money in. Bar- you put all the taxes not in the rules. In. Not in the rules. <laughs> well, that's the Rennie family rules. Oh, I see. Oh, so you are loose. <laughs> and I'm the god of this game, <laughs> yeah. and John as well. <laughs> yeah. This is the system wow. we yeah. made. Would it be grudging <laughs> allowing yeah. into the throne room? Notice who has the spreadsheet in front of them. Yeah, I mean, right. I've shared this document with you, John. You mm-hmm. have a laptop in front of you. You could open it just as well. Well, but then it would be tough. There's the, the, then there would the, be real blood. the game? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um, what are you going to give us on mannequins? <laughs> Have you never considered how many mannequins are in one Harry Met Sally before? No. <laughs> or any movie. <laughs> <laughs> Not even watching Mannequin? Huh? Not even when watching Mannequin? I mean, I didn't spend a lot of... I mean, like, there's, there it is. Like, I didn't spend a lot of time, like, diving into There's the, the mannequin. <laughs> <laughs> there they are. <laughs> Have you ever owned a mannequin? I've never... No. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. I've, is uh, it interesting? Is it? No. I rent borrowed a friend's mannequin once. Okay. Okay. Uh, I will give it. What did you give it? Your score? Five. Five. I'm gonna give it ten. Ten. Um, I'll give it a ten. I will defer to John on this. Thank you. All right. Next category: dramatic lighting on a scale of zero to one hundred. Yeah. 
it's good pretty, pretty stayed. Pretty stayed. Yeah, it's all soft, very natural, very sort bland. of. At the end, it's kind of, kind of got like that party lighting, but it's not. There's not a lot. Zero. There's no. There's no dramatic lighting in this movie. <laughs> I will not be party to a sham score. Anymore. Wow. Okay. And you know who the DP was? Barry Sonnenfeld, was director really? of uh, Men in Black and the Adams Family mm-hmm. movies. Mm-hmm. Wow. He was also yeah. DP on a lot of Coen Brothers stuff. Oh. I think he was yeah. the DP of uh, Raising Arizona. Great movie. Uh, I'll give it a three. Three. Yeah, I'll give it a two. Okay. Pretty under. This is now scored the lowest in dramatic lighting. That's fair. Okay. With a 1.67. The next lowest, Midnight Madness, and that has a 31.67. <laughs> so 30 more points. Yeah. I mean, okay. they didn't do anything with this one. Next category, strident women on a scale of strident. zero to 100. Is anybody strident in this movie at all? I mean, even I with our really. generous I mean, you could definition. say a little bit um, with Meg Ryan with the way she orders food. Yeah. Sure. You bit. could give yeah. it a little I bit of that. that. Yeah. Um, Carrie Fisher, I wouldn't, I mean, like, I wouldn't call her no, strident, she's nice. but she's not really like, strident. Helpful, but she's friends. a little, like, pushy when it's like, you need to have, like, when she's like, you need to have a boyfriend, you need to find someone, like, someone else might be with your husband kind of thing. There's, like, a little bit there. It's not a lot. Sure. But she does have a little bit of, like, a pushiness, which is just like, maybe that's not what Meg Ryan needs right now. A soft push. Yeah. Just to, or just to, gen- like, let her be herself. I'm going to yeah. say 15, because there's... Two big, strong female characters who are mm-hmm. speaking. It's just, just the vibe of the movie. <laughs> they can't help but be strident. Uh, which normally you hate. I normally hate it. That normally turns me off of a movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. John, what are you going to give it? I will give it, I think I'll go 15 as well. I don't really think they're strident. I feel bad about this category because I don't feel like being assertive is strident, but sure. I don't want to give it just all these zeros. But I think it's a good category to judge how gay something I is. I understand that. Yes, I agree. All right, next category. Fun fonts. On a scale of 0 to 100. I think the title sequence is pretty good. I like those fonts. Yeah. Yeah. There's a couple title cards of like New York City, a couple years later, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, those are all very generic. It felt very much like they just opened up Word and that was the font that was there. Right. Verdana will do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that software didn't exist yet, but I know your point. Sure. Thank you. Um, they opened oh, a print wow. shop on their app. Ah. <laughs> get imaginary uh, forces on the phone. Um. Yeah, five. I mean, there's like five. There's, yeah, I'm gonna go five as well. Five mm-hmm. guys. Those opening fonts are pretty great. <laughs> okay, I'll give it a thirty-five. All righty. All right. Next category: cheerworthy cameos on a scale of zero to hundred. Uh, Rob Reiner's mother. Yeah, Estelle Reiner. Classic. I'll have what she's having. But we don't know. We only knew that after the fact. What yeah. Do you mean? But it's a cameo, and it's but it's a it's one like, line part that, that like. But who is she? You don't know her though. But it's not celebrity cameo. It's just a cameo that it's you're like, oh my god, that was great. Kind of implied. I know what you're saying. Not necessarily, I would normally, celebrity. I would normally think like, oh look, it's you're so cheering because it's Rob Reiner's. Here's mother. what I say: like, the, if, line, if, she the line gets to laugh. Yeah, I think if when Harry Met Sally is a play, then at the curtain call, that woman comes out, the audience erupts, the applause gets higher. Yeah. I think that is undeniable. She said the line we love. Yes, she did it. She's <laughs> the one. I think it's true though. Yeah. It's I'm a really magic correct. line. Yeah. I'm gonna get I'm gonna give it promote her. She's an instant celebrity yeah. uh-huh. by the time the line finishes. Uh-huh. I agree. The bur- I think if that per- if that was like um Doris Roberts saying that was in one shot, said it, then that would bump it up for me. Yeah, I, know, I understand I know what that, you're but saying, I but, but I, just, I think like it's just it's a cameo that is great that you're like that was great and you I do cheer it. that cameo. It doesn't cameo. fit the description, sure. but this is it. All right, so, I get what you're saying. Like she doesn't I'm like when take, she first appears on the screen, you don't cheer, but right. when it's over, you're like that was great. I'm gonna say I'll take that into account that it's not your traditional definition of like a 
Um, what, what's the adjective for cameo? Cheerworthy. Cheer yeah. Um, <laughs> it's not the way that we usually get it, but I'm I'm gonna say so. I'm gonna say eighty. Eighty instead of a hundred. I'm gonna know s- the line. The line is a hundred yeah. iconic, but I think for me I, because yeah. of the line, it's uh, I'm gonna say ninety five. Ninety five. <laughs> the line is cheerworthy, award worthy. Give them a WGA award. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm giving it a twenty. Wow, that yeah. seems so. All right, it's, Semant- not a, it's, semantics. it's a cheerworthy it's line. It's not a. But it's her cameo. Candy. That I think you're making it a weird. I'm not. I'm. You, just, you don't know who that is until after the fact. But it's not. I, but it's just I, I totally cameo. understand your argument. I'm just my gut is telling me that's a cheerworthy cameo. All right. Okay. It's still got an average of 65. Yeah. That, okay. Trust I me, I don't think this is the make or break category. I don't, I don't think, think so. it's going to make a big difference. I think that this yeah. is a category that it deserves to score high in. Well, it got a 65. Next category: memorial moments. On a scale of zero to a hundred. Is there a moment where they take a moment and think about those who've lost? I remember dear Gregory, he loved his apple cider. I mean, they do sing Old Lang Syne. <laughs> they do. Because it's New Year. <laughs> yeah. There's something like memorial a memorial, sad. Yeah, sort of like, a, oh, the year that passed. Yeah. Um, their friendship died for a little while. Do they have a moment where they think about that or talk about that? I guess maybe him like calling is maybe a little like. A little bit like that, sure. Somewhat. Yeah, we're grabbing. But it's okay. There's, they're yeah. just living in the moment. I feel there's like. none. It's zero. There's zero. It doesn't happen. I think that just the fact that this thing all anxiety, I'm going to give it six points. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. I'll give it six as well. Okay, that's all anxiety for you. This is last place in <laughs> Memorial Moments with a four. Uh-huh. All All right. Next category: a feels song. Is there a song that puts you in your feels? Well, they use "Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas." Hmm. Um, I mean, it had to be you gives me the feels. Don't get around much anymore. It gives me the feels. You hate these songs because you hate America, I guess. <laughs> you, but I like you hate you joy. Know. Death to the flag. I always say it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Death to the flag. Like even an anti-American <laughs> wouldn't go around saying death to the flag. Yeah, You'd walk into an anybody? ISIS camp and say death <laughs> to the flag. They'd be like, hey, tone it down. Easy. Guy, come on. Come on. We're, we're, we need somewhere to go. We're just watching a movie here. Um, I would say, uh, wait, what's the category? I've lost a feels song. Yeah, oh, yeah. In your feels. 90. 90. Uh, yeah, I think there's not like a specific moment, but I do think the overall sort of like uh, effect of the soundtrack, I will give it a 60. 60. Um, I, yeah, I'm, I'll give it a 60 as well. Because it is like, yeah, these are emotional, sentimental songs. Mm-hmm. Yep. Chalk full of them. All right, next category. Macabre. <laughs> How macabre is when Harry met Sally? Not very macabre. Not, no, not it's really. It's anti-macabre. They mentioned it's so, the Egyptians at one It's point. so Pier 1. It's very Pier 1, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Super crate and barrel. Uh, it was Pier 666. Mm, that, we got that, something. Then, then we're no, getting the, points. Nobody died. Like, There's nothing no, like creepy or weird necessarily. Ghoulish. Just really, the fact that Bruno Kirby and Carrie Fisher are paired off together and they both died young. But that's a stretch. <laughs> that's a real stretch. I don't think Rob Reiner knew anything when he cast that them. That wasn't no. part of the casting. Let's say, uh, let's say eight. Eight. I'll give it a three. There are a lot of dead leaves. There you <laughs> <Okay>. go. <laughs> I'm really rubbing off on you, Mark. Billy Crystal pushes over at Mime at one point, right? No, that's uh, Dustin Hoffman and Tootsie. Oh, right. Oh. <laughs> yes. God, what a pull, John. <laughs> Thank you. There's a reason I'm moment, here. <laughs> Yeah, they're both creepy guys who don't know how to be real men. It's mm-hmm. kind of like, well, unlikely romantic leads in a New York-based comedy. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> That's true, yeah. 
Well, when Harry met John, Sally, I'm so impressed that you that you grabbed that so fast. We just stopped for a minute. That was incredible. Well, it's Tootsie. Come on, that was still top of mind. <laughs> it's great. Oof. It's an iconic moment. Uh, when Harry met Sally is currently our least macabre movie, which okay. feels right. It okay. feels fair. Yeah, yeah, We've yeah. only done six of these so far. <laughs> yeah, so in this okay, category. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we're like four away from your category. Just can't so wait. I've already, okay. I think I have it in mind. Okay, great, great. great. Next category: vibrato. <laughs> 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 Zero to a hundred. How much vibrato? Well, Harry Connick Jr. Yeah, more... yeah. The fact that those those old songs are sung with more vibrato, so yeah. <laughs> we can talk about this while Will recovers himself. <laughs> but vibrato. <laughs> <laughs> but right, let's say right, this: when right. vibrato was pitched, also it, what was double also meaning. sort of like the double meaning was like some like there's yes the literal meaning of vibrato like with singing and stuff like that, but there was also uh, Zach and Jess pitched this, and it was like something extra, something that's like more that is like, like oh, this is more. There's none like, of that in this movie that, right? than I expected or wanted, but you like it, but it's still like a positive. Thing. Pretty grounded in this. It's a very yeah, grounded. It's a real, yeah, there's, a, it is, there's not a lot a that's like over the top or a bigger. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This wouldn't. This would be a terrible opera. It really would be. It'd be the chillest well, opera. Fate praise. <laughs> Avengers Endgame, great oh, opera. Space opera, I'm ready for <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, Thanos, It's not over till Thanos crumbles. <laughs> yeah. Until yeah. yeah. his big production old. number, right. Yeah. So what are you going to give this on vibrato? Five. Five. Yeah, I'll go five as well. Five. It just doesn't have the spirit of vibrato. I'm giving five. The, the zhuzhiness of it is just for Meg Ryan's hair. I'm going to give it a 12 for the soundtrack. Okay. okay. Okay, fair enough. That's, That's where we're at. All right, okay. next category: wigs on a scale of zero to one hundred. Well, it's Billy Crystal's terrible wig. Yeah, Billy opening Crystal's the a bad, entire yeah, film yeah. with a shot of an awful, <laughs> awful wig. It, it, it's awful. Yeah, he it's just sounds bad. like plopped on like a bad toupee. It's yeah. just because his face looks old, so the hair doesn't make. Well, I think that you like, have to make him look a little. He's just graduated college, so he's got to look younger. And it's like sure, clearly sure. real it, sideburns under. Yeah. Can you blame the wig, or is it just like you can't make an old man look young, especially in 1989? Well, it's not like we're blaming the wig. It's just like no, how just, are there wigs is being a wig. used? We're aware it's a wig. It's like, yeah. yeah, that's not a bad thing. Okay, that's the category. Okay, sure, just wigs. Wigs. Well, that's a wig front and center, pretty early, and that's maybe the only wig. Twenty. Was Meg Ryan's hair in the opening scene a wig? I don't know if it, it was a wig. So it was very right? different. Yeah. It was they very, they definitely it, went like a Farrah Fawcett way with it, which is different than the rest of the movie. Yeah. But I think that's like period Maybe correct. Did it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I actually did love her uh, her eyeshadow in the opening section. Like it was yeah. really like great. I was into that. Great. Um, that was my homoeroticism. I forget what it, 20. I think 20. 20. Because of uh, the prominence of the one wig. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to go 18. 18. Um, you know, I'll give it a 20 as well. Okay. All right. Next category. Themes of mothers. <laughs> Scale of zero to 100. Okay. So I thought about this one. So the the one thing that I really have for that is at that brunch with Carrie Fisher and the Rolodex. Yeah. They talk about like. She has her thing of like, oh, my God, I'm almost 40. I'm going to like have like she talks about like having kids and stuff like that. And how like even though Carrie Fisher was like, that's not for eight years. She's like, but it's still coming. Oh, yeah. So yeah. there is that talk of like, oh, my like the biological clock is brought up sort of faintly, but it is brought up in that in that scene. But like her actual like any of the characters, mothers, or parents is not really she goes a thing. to her boyfriend at the time and says, I want a family. And oh, right. So like he says, says no. I don't want that. And that's why they break up. Yeah. So there are some themes of motherhood in this movie. It's not nothing, but it's not. 
You were good, John. You really, you lot. really find, you really search. <laughs> well, the we corners. know these categories. We did these categories are yeah, really like I did. Our, <laughs> we have a certain I would not advantage. have been scanning for mannequins. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, now I guarantee. Next time you watch, I a really movie, like the early episodes of this podcast. By the way, where they didn't even know that you were going <laughs> to oh, right. be asking them how gay the movie was. So Drew sings talking about the third man. He had no idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We still don't tell it's people. More honest. Yeah. <laughs> it's so. Funny. <laughs> you have like no idea you come walking in. It's like, what? How gay is Goodwill Hunting? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Gabriel knew exactly what he was doing. He knew it. <laughs> so, are you going to give us on themes of mothers? Will fifteen? Fifteen. Uh, I'm going to actually go... higher because the biological clock is a big part of this movie. That's, that's true. I'm going to say twenty-five. Uh, yeah, I'm also going to go twenty-five. Twenty-five. I'll give it twenty-five. Give it an average right. of twenty-five. Wow. <laughs> All right, second to last category, last being yours. Okay. Pool trouble. <laughs> Scale of zero to 100. Is there any pool trouble in this? Is there even a pool? I don't think it's so. It's a New York movie. There's not a lot of pools. You know, this, uh, this is not well, LA. Well, people go to the gym. Aren't there pools and gyms? Yeah, there? yeah. Sure. Such she was maybe in a pool gyms. of sweat in that tap class. Uh, maybe that was, maybe she slipped. Maybe there was some trouble. But she didn't see me having trouble with it. It's true. That's true. Um, the dating pool. There was trouble with the dating pool. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. But that's not what the category yeah, means, like... right? Well, I mean, so you can throw a few points in for that. <laughs> <laughs> sure. It's not, it's not a binary right, sort I'll of answer. I'll give five for the dating pool. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. I'm going to give ten for the dating ten. pool. Ten. <laughs> you know, I'll give it eight for the dating pool. All righty. Red the needle. All right. Will, it is Will, now time for you I know, to I know a lot category. of these categories are funny. But I think I have a category that is appropriate for the movie. I think it's not funny, but I think quips. 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 Okay. Like, yeah, yeah. That's like, you know. That's a great that's one. That's great. And uh, this movie's got perfect quips, so I feel comfortable giving it 100 for 100. quips. Yeah, I think I'm going to go 98 for quips on this one. I think yeah. it's pretty solid. Um, I think it's a fair you tell me, is that a fair thing to evaluate? I think that's I a, think great it's a great prism one. through yeah, like, yeah. the more quips okay. the gayer movie is. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give it 85. Just because I think I would give Adam's Family Values more. There's more quips. Right, right. Fair. It sets up a little better. Sure, for, sure, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. more quip friendly. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. All right. So <laughs> now we are. Quips, really. <laughs> yeah. We are now into the final bonus round. <laughs> and these are all binary, so it's not like a. It's like no, yes, no, or yes or no. Yes or no. All right, so straight actors playing gay roles, negative 5% each instance. Doesn't really happen Zero. in this movie, happen. so yeah, so it does not yeah, get penalized. Of a sin. Okay, and then positive portrayal of homosexuality plus 15%. There's but since there's none, no, right? no portrayal yeah, of yeah. homosexuality, so it's neither, so it's not rewarded Actually, for that Actually, uh, movie before, I think we got to flip those. Say positive portrayal first and then do the game. I'll okay, talk sure. Funny, off yeah. air. Okay, good pitch, great. Good, pitch. Um, <laughs> good punch up. Good punch up. I thought about this the other night when I was going to bed because that's how sad I am. <laughs> All right. Then finally, negative 50% if this is the movie cruising. This is not the movie cruising. See. Oh, no, it's not. It's not the movie cruising. <laughs> so it will not yeah. be penalized 50% of its yeah. points. Okay. So <laughs> out of a possible 3,200 points. When Harry Met Sally has scored 515.33, giving it an average of 16.10, making it the 27th gayest movie ever. Not as gay as What About Bob, but gayer than Goodwill Hunting. <laughs> so you are second from hunting. the bottom. <laughs> is that correct? That Gus is correct. Oh, directing? technically, they're tied. 
Okay. Oh, they're tied, tied for the bottom. Okay. <laughs> Sixteen points. Six there. Tied fair. for yeah. the bottom. It's not, just a, it's not just a heterosexual movie. It's like a real milk toast. Right. It is like the part of heterosexuality that does not overlap. You, you could do a heterosexual right. movie that has like. For want of a better term, like gay energy or like yeah, gay absolutely. aesthetic, yeah, yeah. yes, uh, and this mm-hmm. doesn't even do that. This is like no. the straight laced, tight ass. In its defense, it is not homophobic. It's no, not, it doesn't feel it's like, not a, like a horrible. Movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's not a lot of toxic. Well, I guess maybe there's being, toxic being written by a, wo- a woman and with uh, just four characters who are relatable and likable. Mm-hmm. Like you know, you were saying so. like recommend it to a gay a gay friend <laughs> to watch this movie. No, but like if any of my friends were like, oh, I watched Harry Met Sally, I'd, I would ex- even if it was someone who I knew it wasn't like. Their jam. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, I bet, I bet you like that movie. Yeah, I'd be shocked to find someone who hates this movie. Yeah, like I have a podcast about the Beatles, and mm-hmm. the Beatles are not for everybody. But I'm, it was like you're never in. A, it's never a bad time to listen to the Beatles. It's right. boring at worst. I mean, I yeah, I, agree. I mean, I could always do without that "Within You, Without You" song. I mean, okay, okay, sure, sure. That one yeah. song, take it off yeah. the playlist. That one song right. during those three and a half minutes, you're in a bad place, <laughs> and then you go, oh my God, "Boy, we get it. You went to India. Checked your yeah. passport. Congratulations. Oh, sitar. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> thank so you for having, having me. me. Well, is there so anything great. you would like to plug, promote, did, or shill for at this moment? You, can you say the name of my podcast again? Uh, screw it. We're just going to talk screw about Screw it. We're just going to talk about comics. That's that's it. Oh, and check out my <laughs> Twitter feed. It's Will Hines, W-I-L-L-H-I-N-E-S. It's all lies. Please what? check it out. You're always talking about the great <laughs> Twitter. things you're getting yep. done. That's right. That's right. Twitter Will fun. is having a great life. <laughs> right. Well, thank you, thank so, you much, so much, Will. Thank you. Thank you so much, guys. All right. We'll, we'll be, be right back. back. <laughs> We're back. Oh, that was a lot of fun. Oh, what a wonderful break. <laughs> we did face masks. We're hydrated. Oh, feels so good. So replenished. Well, we knew it wasn't going to go well. For we did not. Yeah, we I knew I was like, it was going to be that is, bad. It's a great. It's one of those things where it's a great movie. It's just just non gay, just non gay, not anti gay, but just a- the gay. absence of gay. Yes. Ah, gay. <laughs> Un-gay is what Un-gay. it is. Gay. Um, but still great. Still great. We got a review. We got a review from iTunes. This one is from King Duncan 42 and it's titled Felt. It says this has lately become one of my favorite podcasts. The Byzantine scoring system, the hilarious bickering. Do we bicker? I don't know. Uh, Absolutely. The, the startling array of movie guests, genres, and guests, all in the service of finding the gayest movie ever. At the time of this printing, still the Muppets take Manhattan. So much fun. Still the Muppets true. Manhattan has been unbeatable all you need to do is a movie with a positive portrayal of homosexuality i think would make it's 15 percent of points that's huge <laughs> right but if you don't have broken glass if you don't have mannequins I you don't have facial still, hair it's we, still tough so few movies have gotten that bonus well that's true most of the movies we've done though have been older movies and i just think it's harder to find those it's gonna the farther back you go it's gotta happen and it's gonna be so exciting oh my god the so day it stay happens tuned. stay tuned 2020 it's gonna happen we're and gonna speaking of 20 we're starting we're not Skipping a beat, we're going right into our next series. Our next, our next series, In tribute yes. of the Oscars. It's we're doing five weeks of movies that have won or were nominated for best supporting actress. Yes, so it's a cavalcade of women being <laughs> weirdos, of supporting women dying of diseases, <laughs> fighting for Coughing their family into a bloody handkerchief. Yeah, telling their friend to do mm-hmm. it, girl. Being real sassy or something. Thelma Ritter. Yeah. <laughs> So stay tuned for that. Stay tuned next for that. Week, ne- every, next, there'll be five weeks of that leading yes. up to the Oscars. So what is our movie for next week? 
uh, as of this recording, we are <laughs> going to be covering the fighter, the fighter. Melissa, Leo, Melissa Leo, notorious kook. Oh, can't so, wait. That's that's another one that I don't think is going to necessarily score high, but it'll be so fun to talk about. It'll be fun to talk so about. So much it's fun to talk available about. Available on Netflix. Watch mm-hmm. it now. Yes, yes, yes. And then you can find us on Twitter or Instagram at Two Old Queens. Yes, yeah, so you can Gmail us at or email us at Two Old Queens at gmail dot com. And then that's I it for now. Happy it. New Year, Happy everyone. Happy New Year. We I hope you have you. a wonderful, exciting, safe 2020. I'm sure it's going to be very bland and uneventful. Nothing exciting will happen. Nope, not at all. Well, that's it. Goodbye. Now it's time for credits. Produced by Alex Arche. Music by Danny Cohen. Art by Connie Shin. See you next Wednesday. Bye. 